The reason people aren't financially free is they don't know what to do and they don't know where to start. I want you to join Joey and I at the Virtual Inner Circle Live April the 4th through the 6th as we share with you the exact answers to those questions. We only do this event one time per year. I don't want you to miss out. Go to westwatwallstreet.com forward slash live and enter promo code podcast. When you're at this event, you're going to get your investor DNA. You're going to get access to up to six different passive income strategies. So you know, leaving this event, exactly what to do, taking our decades of knowledge so that you can start becoming financially free. Go to wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash live and enter the promo code podcast. All right, Tribe, we're going to just jump straight into this episode for April 2023's Passive Income Report since Russ took it upon himself to do the intro within the episode. So I'm just not going to bore you with a whole nother intro. Thanks for listening and we'll dive in right now. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now, here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Now, yeah, I've been reading this book called Blue Fishing, right? I think I may have talked about this before, but Steve Sims has really helped me improve my vocabulary. Go figure. Did he tell you how to sound out the word vocabulary properly? Because that sounds like that was missing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I probably need some help on that. And coming from a guy from England, I probably do need some extra help on that, right? That's right. That's right. One of the things, though, he is saying over and over and over, it's resonating with me, is every time I go out and I make a mistake, I have this discovery of the things that I've learned about the mistake, right? I've discovered that I need to do better due diligence. I've discovered that I need to invest with operators. I've discovered that I need to build my passive income, right? Yes. Because my expenses keep going up, bro. What, now, how how is that? I don't understand, right? We'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. I, don't, I don't get too deep into that, right? Like, <laughs> this is one of those shows. I'm not going to tell you all the mistakes I'm doing. I'm just going to tell you there are mm. mistakes. There's lessons that I'm learning, but also I'm learning from one of the things that he says is that if you're not trying things, you're sitting still, you're failing in that regard. But if you're trying things, regardless of if you're not succeeding, you're growing, you're learning lessons, you're discovering new things. And and I I just want to, I know that we're talking about our passive income report for this month. There's a lot of opportunities for us to to learn and discover. And the only way we're going to do that is by taking action. And, you know, I, I've been a little bit frustrated. As you know, I have, for those of you who are Culture Index fans, I have a very low C. I mean, I'm very impatient. I want to try things. I want to go fast. And we've purposefully not been investing in a lot of things the last three or four months. Hence the reason our passive income report hasn't been growing, because we got something that we're doing next month. Right, Stan? That's right. Yeah, we're getting the passive income mastermind together in the British Virgin Islands at Scrub Island. And uh, if you've never heard of it, look it up, scrubisland.com. It's amazing. Russ has actually been there in person. He tells me all the time uh, what what I'm getting into is going to be mind-blowing. But what a perfect backdrop to share how to build your own fund. 
And we brought in experts to help us from a legal standpoint, from a compliance standpoint, and from uh, just overall just experience people who have done this to help us figure out how could we do this? How could we level up our own investing game to go from our own money to allowing other people to invest alongside us? And that is something that we're just trying to learn. It takes time. And to your point, you want to go fast, but if you go fast in the wrong direction, you got a lot more work to get back to where you started from to go forward. So I think it's been good for us to kind of slow down, to consult the experts, and then to build this the proper way. Well, we, we've gone way slower than I want to. Now, we've been stacking cash within our infinite banking systems. We're, we're following the same advice we're sharing with you on that. But also, there are some really exciting opportunities that we're looking to, to invest in, right? And I, I want to use some of these strategies, if possible, to give you as you're looking to maybe partner with us in the future on some stuff and things that maybe we can control, Stallion. Because as we said you know, recently in a podcast episode that we did, we invested in some areas that we didn't have control over. And we, we definitely had... Didn't understand. Yeah, we, we had some discovery within that. Yes. And, and so I'm looking for opportunities of things that we can and influence the outcome of. And if we can do that, uh, maybe alongside of you, maybe it can be a win-win. Yeah, no doubt. So we are talking today about April 2023, uh, reporting on that uh, from all the different areas of our passive income report. And I'll, I'll kind of just get us started by talking about the land business. Uh, in the month of April, we brought in uh, $25,387 in gross income. Our net on that was $17,771. Actually, with a, a cash sale that we had is just over $18,000 in net income. Uh, first of all, what are your thoughts on that, Russ? I like it. <laughs> you want more of it? Yeah. I mean, people ask me all the time, what is your favorite passive income stream? You guys have invested in a lot of stuff over the years. Which one do you like the most? And I always say the land flipping is pretty much up there because it is consistent. It's something that I have a decent understanding of because we spend a lot of time around the land geek. If you're not already part of the land geek community or following the Art of Passive Income podcast, you should be. We only have one podcast sponsor, and that is The Land Geek. So go to thelandgeek.com. We're always grateful for them. But as I look at this, man, it's something that regardless of what's happening in the economy, land is such a solid, real asset. And there's lots of people out there that are looking to buy it. And the fact that we're able to buy it um, on, you know, at a discount and then turn around and sell it to people on owner financing to be able to make it like a small car payment for them. I think that there is a lot of opportunity, regardless of what's happening, that that's going to continue, continue to sustain. Yeah, the market is wide open, as you say. When you when all those things align, it really is a, a blue ocean kind of market. Just to give you an example, I'll share this with you, Russ. Um, just this past weekend, uh, my daughter, who you know, Annie, has been starting her land business and she's got had a little over a year now she's had some real success in fact she had one guy that bought 60 acres in one area and she happened to see a wholesale piece of property from another investor in that same area for 40 more acres and i said i said any have you thought about 
reaching out to the person that bought that 60 acres and seeing if they would want an additional 40 in that area. And she said, hmm, hadn't thought about it. She reaches out to them. She's able to purchase this property for $8,000 and turn around and sell it to him on terms. It's going to be a total of $30,000 over the next uh, 10 years, or excuse me, 100 months. So it's just an amazing thing to me that with one phone call, she now has starting to get this kind of uh, an inventory opportunity to be able to sell immediately on terms. This is going to be $300 a month. I mean, that's huge for a 17 year old, but imagine if your passive income was every single month growing by an extra $300 or $500 or a thousand dollars a month because you were connecting the dots on property like this. Like that's, that's the power of this business. Well, there, there's a lot of opportunity in the land world. So if you're looking to, to get into it, definitely want to point you to thelandgeek.com. There's also people that are interested in the short-term rental space, right? You're, you're, you followed our, you know, our trajectory over the last, you know, two and a half, almost three years now, as we've been doing the short-term rental arbitrage and we were in Birmingham, Alabama, not a place where obviously you get a lot of vacation traffic. So during the winter months tends to be a little slower, but now that we're starting to get a little warmer, we're starting to see travel ball pick up. This past month, we finally got back up there. We, we showed uh, a little over $6,000 uh, profit. And considering the fact that we have a full-time operator that we're paying uh, to run this business for us, it it was a, a decent business. For somebody who was doing this for themselves, they'd be making close to $200,000 a year. But for us, we, we're, we're basically paying an operator uh, to be the manager for the deal, to, to manage the business and to keep us out of all of the customer um, conversations, which as you guys know with Joey and I, that's, that's a benefit for everybody involved. But looking at that number, I'm grateful to see that uh, that um, we're, we're back in the positive and, and moving in the right direction. Yeah, trending in the right direction is the key. And if you haven't already checked it out, you can see pictures of our units. And even if you're coming around the area, wakeupinbirmingham.com and check that out when you get a chance. You know, one of the things I, I want to mention this because I got this question. I was sitting a group of eight of us went out to dinners, four different couples. And somebody was like, okay, tell me about the short-term rental business, but really tell me about midterm rentals. Because I heard your latest podcast, you guys were talking to a lady about midterm rentals and what's your interest level there? And I was like, man, to be honest, I think it depends on what market you're in. If you're in a market like ours, it's very transitory. It's not a, a destination market. I think midterm rental actually could be a better fit because you're going to have less dips like we experienced during the cold months. What do you think? Is that, is that a fair assessment? Well, I think you're right. And I think you have to, who is the absolute um, right fit for a midterm rental? A lot of times it's traveling nurses, people in the medical field that are having to go for whatever reason, maybe for a, a period of time, several months in one location, but they're not wanting to commit to a year long lease somewhere. That is a perfect person for a midterm rental. You know who else is though, man? I, you know, for four years, I worked for Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Most people don't know this. Enterprise Rent-A-Car rents over 90% of their cars on replacement, meaning your car was in an accident or your car is at the dealership being serviced. You think rental car, you think vacation. You think short-term rental, most people think vacation. 
But I believe there's an opportunity. The midterm rental, I think, is the enterprise, mm. if you will, of the the, the rental world uh, on a less than uh, 12-month sector because there's so many people out there having their houses repaired, flooded, right? I mean, how does ServPro stay in business? I know it was because of my condo down in Auburn for many years, but outside <laughs> of that, I'm not the only one, right, that, that they're sitting there helping people whose houses have had issues like our house in Chelsea. You remember we had to move out of there for like six months while they were replacing the kitchen because we had a leak in the wall and ended up having to replace all the kitchen, right? I mean, we you couldn't really live there. Most people don't want to live there when you're having these things. One of our friends, uh, Sharon, he, he moved out of his house while they were having it remodeled. I was like, what, 90 days or 120 days, something like that? So I believe that midterm rental is a fit. I think that that is something I'm really interested in. By the way, you also can find houses. And this is what I was telling this guy at dinner the other night. It's like, you know, one of the things about it is that the short-term rental world is getting a little difficult sometimes to be able to find places in markets like ours because so many of restrictions are happening from the cities and the HOAs. But when you go over 30 days, there's a lot less restrictions, yeah. right? And I think that there's an opportunity for midterm. So I, I'm looking for houses for us, Joey, just so you know. Nice, nice. Um, okay, so let's talk really quickly uh, Bitcoin mining. Uh, as you know, we were into Ethereum mining for years. And once that kind of went away, Ethereum went from a proof of work to a proof of stake. We no longer can, can mine that. And so what we did is we in, uh, invested in Bitcoin mining. And just as we did, what happened, Russ? What happened to the cost of Bitcoin? Well, obviously went started going down we had we had a significant dip whenever i mean we we went from like june of last year to january somewhere around the twenty thousand dollar uh a coin mark yeah yeah that that didn't help us when it comes to actually a mining opportunity because it's a business as overhead and really at that cost we weren't making any money well people ask us all the time hey should i be buying bitcoin right i hear that the, um, the dollar is being devalued every single day through the uh, constant printing of the U.S. government, which is 100% true. Should I be looking for the digital gold, if you will, of the Bitcoin? And maybe so, but also I would say it's a super speculative asset. Right. It's not something that you go invest in as your first passive income stream. So should be should you be looking at creating your own Bitcoin miner or investing in Bitcoin mining fund? Probably not, especially if it's your first entree into the passive income space because it's gonna be super volatile. Like, I mean, last month, I mean, this solid 100 and, what is that, Joey? $164. Yeah, I mean, $164. Like, <laughs> if we could find a restaurant that would take Bitcoin, it might feed the two of us. Maybe if I don't get the table side walk, <laughs> but don't, but here's the thing about it. I mean, we post that on there not to show you um, this is something you should do, but just to help you see, like we, we love putting our, our toe in the water in a lot of things just to experience it just for your sake. That's right. Um, as you guys are following along on a report, we um, have invested in an ATM syndication fund. And that continues to pay $2,184 every month. It's just kind of on autopilot to a certain degree. And, you know, you would think because of cash, more and more places going cashless that you would think, well, ATMs are on the way out. 
And just the contrary, I don't know if it's because people now are saying, well, I can't use cash everywhere. I have to have more of it. I don't understand it, but well, it continues to be solved. I found one city that still accepts it and still has a plentiful um, use of uh, ATM machines, Joey. Now, what, what would that be, Russ? Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> you know, they. I, I found one of our ATM machines. I thought I would, like, you know, donate to the cause, make sure I keep keep the uh, wheels greased, if you will. I was able to take out five $100 bills out of there. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for your service. And I was able to deposit back 1400 of those uh, bills later on. How about that? Hey, that's awesome. Good, good for you, man. Good that is you. gambling right there. <laughs> Just for the record, that was Straight total up. gambling. Unless you know how good I am at crabs, then you would almost say it's almost a skill. <laughs> well, talking about gambling, uh, I'm not going to talk about my long-term rental because it is just solid. It's roughly $200 a month. It's the thing that started our whole short-term rental journey. If you don't know about that story, it's in our short-term rental course, which you can um, go and get access to within our community. And um, uh, I don't have the link here, but I'll just just go look it up in the community at wealthofthatwallstreet.com forward slash community, and you can check that out. But what is a gamble is buying an RV and saying, you know what, instead of just renting an RV and going across country for this one-time trip of your life, why not just buy one and then rent it out through another service. Everybody wants to know, bro, have you been renting it out? And if so, how's it work? Hey, so I just got this report today. You won't see this on the April report. You'll see it on the May report. I'm giving you a little behind the scenes, okay? The April report is a, 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 a loss, $591 in the hole, and nobody's excited about it. But what they did just tell me is that it is number two in their fleet on revenue built for the year. So it's been renting and renting and renting to the point where it's brand new to the fleet in G- as of January, and it is now number two on the list. That's pretty. Did I ever tell you about the time I played in the golf tournament as as a kid? And I, you know, you've seen me play golf, right? As a kid, I was a little bit better than I am now. Okay, I, I used to play a lot, and I I entered a fifteen through eighteen year old tournament. You know what place I got? Last, I mean, third, bro, third. Okay, okay. I got third. Okay. You know how many people were in the tournament? Three. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. I got it right. Okay, I just want to, I mean, I I think everybody online's following me here. Oh, no, no, no. There's way more than two in the fleet, okay? (laughs) Okay. You can't. Hey, two RVs does not make a fleet, okay? <laughs> I wouldn't be calling it that. Right, how do you know? But it, this thing is over $20,000 in revenue this year. Really? Now, those are not those are not trips that have happened yet. All oh, of those are trips. Those are been... booked out. So. Ah, okay. This is the accrual, man. This is accrual, exactly. <laughs> okay. So uh, we will be getting some more money coming. This is the hot t- part of the year anyway when people are starting to take vacations. I, I, I had a guy the other day say, I heard you and Joey are in a bed of who is going to produce more money. Your pickup truck that's still not available on Turo. It is yeah. on Turo, <laughs> but still not available because I've still got a, a, a lot of things uh, to get that thing up and running. Um, but Who's gonna be? Who's gonna make more money? I was like, I don't know. We, we got to first get mine live. I it, mean, you better come off the line running, okay? <laughs> if you got twenty thousand already in the in the banks, banks, man, banked. 
That's oh, right. that's going to be awesome. But, you know, one one big repair on that thing, that thing's going to net zero. So I, I still got a chance, I think. Hey, we'll, we'll keep you posted. If you've listened to our show for any length of time, you've heard us talk about infinite banking and how we were able to use that concept to create over $50,000 a month in passive income. But it's just not that easy to figure out how does this all connect into my own personal system? Stallion, that's why we created the Passive Income Operating System, bro. It shows you how to turn active income into passive income. It makes all the steps come together. If you would like to get access to it as a podcast listener, we've never given this away in public before. Go to whatswhatwallstreet.com forward slash P-I-O-S. There was nothing worse than walking into class when you're in school and the teacher saying, pop quiz day. Why? Because you were unprepared. Are you unprepared, though, for financial freedom? Don't be. Find out how close you are by taking our 30-second quiz at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash quiz. All right. Well, we've got a lot of fun things going. Uh, We want to keep you posted as we continue to create stuff. Uh, We've mentioned this before, right? You know, part of um, passive income can look a lot different. Some people look at passive income. Oh, I have to own real estate. and That's the only way to do it. Oh, there's this interesting land flipping thing where I can create notar, uh, notes um, and where people are paying me monthly on that. Oh, there's syndications, right? But also people have asked us, hey, how do you build passive income where maybe you're not actually having to invest money, but maybe you invest time on the front end that creates cash flow? Well, that's what we did, right? That's what we started building out courses and other things. That's right. So you'll see on our report, uh, the community or info space, we have everything from podcast sponsorships to courses to affiliate income. And that just comes from relationship, right? There's five parts of a deal, money, opportunity, time, experience, and relationships. And I think affiliates are one of those things that anybody can do if they've got some sort of connectability uh, of things that they already know, like, and trust, and they know that other people need to know about those services, you can connect the dots and get paid for it because every company has an ad budget. Every, every company has an ad amount that they're willing to put forth to sell their product. And if they can do that through a person, just as simply as they can through a website or somewhere else where they're going to get traffic, then they're willing to share that with you. Well, we have an episode coming up with Sophie Howard where she talks about buying uh, lots of these online businesses that a lot of them are really just affiliate sites, blogs, newsletters, and so forth. And I feel like, man, there's so much opportunity in that space. We've only scratched the surface. Barely, yes. But I really think that there's a handful of you that are going to be so excited to either start this, add this on to something you're already doing, Or once you hear the episode with Sophie Howard, say, hey, how do I go buy a business that I can connect the dots? That's already done the hard work, right? Exactly. So you'll see on our community um, line item this month, it netted just just under $20,000. And uh, that's thanks to many of you even going through some of our courses and um, being a part of connecting the dots with other people and their services. So the last item on here, we, we did do a mortgage note fund where um, we were one of many to invest in it. And we were excited to, to see those quarterly dividends. We invested a small amount because we really want exposure in there, better understand it so we can talk about it. What lessons, if anything, are you learning from us being in this mortgage note fund, Joe? Well, I'll say this. Um, the operator is very good at communication. 
consistently every month providing an update. I think that's a really good thing to, as an investor, to, to know that that person is taking the time out to proactively communicate. I'm not having to go knock on his door and say, hey, by the way, what are things doing? What are they looking like? Um, payments are made timely every single quarter. And, you know, on the, the same time, I think it gives me a peace of mind that we're in the mortgage note space in a time when things are a little bit rocky. And when you are the bank, think about that for a second, and you're investing in mortgage notes, if they go bad, you have the ability to have the collateral behind it. It's not like you're banking off of that. It's not like you hope that everybody forecloses or whatever, but you always have that upside that let's be honest, there's not a lot of that in other things you can invest in. And so to me, it's a really, it's a really good place to be right now in terms of investing. And those are a couple of my takeaways. Well, I, here's the thing is that all of this is available and because one, we've done experience, you know, we, we've, we've done a lot of research We've um, we've leaked out there, right? We've, we've bloodied our nose several times. There's lots of things that we've learned of what not to do. We discovered what not to do, if you will. But none of this would have been possible if we not been stacking cash through IBC. And we always say, if, if, you're, if you're not a part of our community already, you haven't already taken that right next thing process with one of our coaches, I'm going to call you to action. Go to wealthwallstreet.com forward slash free call. And you can find out like how people just like you are, you know, learning how to become a better investor, learning ways to build passive income, but doing all of that about building their own personal cash flow systems. And that cash flow system, the way that we built it, gave us access to money, right? And that access to money allowed us to invest in a lot of the things that we did. It also gave us the ability to make some mistakes along the way. Like some of the deals that we've lost money in, the, the only thing that makes me feel good, if, if any, in that is one, I can help other people avoid maybe some of those same mistakes. And then lastly, is that at least our cash is still earning interest within our, our, our dividend paying life insurance contract. All right, right? Talk, talk about that for a second, because it, this is this is so critical. Like Tribe, if you're not hearing this, I want you to stop what you're doing and perk up for just a second. You cannot do anything about the fact that you lose money in the investing game. Can you? It, I, I mean, other than investing in, in the wrong deals, but I mean, after it's happening. I mean, after it's done. That's what I'm saying. Once it's done, it's done. Once yep. it's done, it's done. And you got to go back to licking your wounds and you say, man, okay, what can I learn from this? Like, as you mentioned, this is an opportunity. This is a growth, a discovery. But beyond that, what makes investing through my system, even better. The fact that I know, that I know that I know that the cash value that was leveraged to do this deal is continuing to earn interest every single day that I've lost that money. And the beauty of that is it allows me then to go out and leverage again in the future for for a deal that I've done better research on. I've invested in the right operator, right? It allows me to take that motivation that I have to go even faster, right? All of these losses, I think, that happen within our, our time, our journey of becoming financially free should only propel us to the next highest height. I think we see things at certain levels, and that's why we say within our mastermind communities, you know you're in the right group when your goal behavior is the average behavior of the, the people around you. Like they already are achieving that and it pushes you to a new high. 
Well, our infinite banking systems is a, an asset. It gives us the ability to leverage the cash. So our cash is always at work. So in those new deals that we do, the deals that work out, you know, five times, 10 times better than we anticipated. Well, now we're going to have a place to put that cash to go back because of some of the other loans we had outstanding. That's right. I think the, the critical thing about the investing journey and just lessons that we're learning, right, is that this is not a net zero, a sum um, type game where one loss is everything. It's, man, there's an average of all the different things that I'm going to be involved in that are going to be much higher than if I had done nothing or than if I had just done one deal. And so anyways, I, I just, I, I think it's really critical for us to be talking about this. Infinite banking is the foundation for all of this and it is the future of all this. Cause even as we have some of these deals coming to fruition and they start to produce more than we expected or they're sold down the road for much more than what we had in them, where's that money gonna go? It's gonna go back in there. Right back to your system. And if you had losses along the way, guess what? All that's been erased with the 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 wins of the other things. And so anyways, just, just my thoughts as we wrap up here. For those keeping track at home, we're at roughly 200,000 in passive income in the first four months. So we're tracking right around 50,000. That's about half of where we want it to be. So we, we definitely have some acceleration to happen for the rest of the year and excited to share some of those steps we're taking behind the scenes. Not ready yet to share them with you, but know it's coming. But as always, just please con continue to share your journey with us. Go inside the community. Talk about the things that is helping you get closer to financial freedom. If you're having challenges with things that keep uh, standing in your way and being obstacles, get on a phone call with one of our coaches. Let them know those things. They're, they're trained in order to help you figure out a framework that can help you collapse decades into days. You can go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash free call. Stallion, another great month. Thank you so much, bro, for letting me come over and, and do this live with you. Oh, man, I, I was just thinking like this is so good to be right here because so I know exactly when you give me that, that awkward pause and I need to jump in. Sometimes I get a lag whenever we're in two different places. So thank you. I, yeah. I love this. And you knew the Internet was good, so it must have been somewhere else. So <laughs> have right. Have a great day. As always, thank you for listening. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.